How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 84 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we have part one of three of my talk with Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers. Uh, we were planning on just doing like a, hey, quick, how you doing? This is the first time we've ever talked, and uh, just get to know a little bit about him, a little bit about the Rangers, uh, a little bit about, you know, what he's been feeling with uh, everything going on. And uh, we wound up talking for two hours. We did uh, basically the next three episodes for us and then a couple episodes for him too. So uh, welcome to the rest of your week, you guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this is part one of three of Bryce Patrick and myself talking about uh, Locked On you know, just Baseball. Baseball. Not Locked On, just Baseball. Um, so yeah, there's uh, some good stuff in there today. Talk a little bit about Willie Calhoun uh, getting injured again. A little bit about uh, Joey Gallo and his weird coronavirus journey. And as a nice little uh, teaser for the rest of the week, uh, at some point in this hour-long conversation, I did ask him if he could guess Chris Davis's stat line against the Rangers over the course of his career. Uh it's amazing, and he actually undershot it somehow, even though he knows Chris Davis is a fucking beast. So, uh, yeah, that, that was a good time. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Rock Auto today, so uh, let, let's to get that one in there as well. Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We're talking about that. There's been a couple of notes. Uh, first note would be, uh, we don't know how Jesus Uzardo is going to be used when the season starts, or you know when he's deemed ready. It, that's going to be it could be a situational thing where he's coming out of the bullpen. He could be used in the rotation. We're not sure yet. It's going to kind of depend on uh, how he's feeling when, you know, he, he's deemed ready to go. So uh, that's going to be a wait-and-see approach on him. Also, Daniel Mangden, the day after I said that they should pair him with uh, A.J. Puck, you know, do the whole tandem starter thing, apparently he's pitching like a normal person now. So uh, thanks for ruining that one. Um, yeah, that, that's basically all the, the notes you need to know. Before I send it into the interview, please make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. You can email us any questions that you have to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And also, please follow our guest on Twitter. He is at Bryce Patrick. That's Bryce with an I and then Patrick without a C. So, you know, it's there. I'll tag him in the social media stuff, too. So if you uh, if you enjoy him, uh, give him a follow. He's a decent guy, and, uh, you know, he makes lots of jokes. So, you know, he, he's a good follow. I, I enjoy uh, seeing what he has to tweet. So uh, without further ado, here is part one of uh, me and Bryce just talking about baseball. All right, I am joined by Bryce Patrick. Am I saying that correct? You are. You are. Most people overthink it, but it's really a lot simpler than, than people think of it. As. I, it's, it's Dutch, so, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was plugging the show that I was going to do with you today on yesterday's podcast, and I was just not thinking, and I said Bryce Patrick. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I think it's Patrick. I'll ask him. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I get so Patrick I have all the time. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People always try and put a C in there, but you know, it, it's Patrick. It's it's different. So so you are the host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. Uh, where can they find you on social media, and uh, what else do you do besides the Locked On Rangers podcast? Well, I do, I do a lot of things, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you do the same because, you know, it's sports media. So you, you take gigs where you can get them. Um, so I'm on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. It's Bryce with an I Patrick with no C in there. Um, but my, my main job is, uh, is I work the digital sports desk for the Dallas morning news. Um, so like content aggregation, digital stuff like that, you know, all, all the fun stuff behind the scenes. Um, and then I also do some social media stuff for Fox Sports Southwest as well. So 
Um, besides lockdown rangers, I, I do a few other things, but yeah, those are the those are the main things that I that I do in my free time. I also make a lot of bad jokes on Twitter, so if you like those, um, then then you should follow me. <laughs> he has the best bad jokes. I, I will uh, co-sign on that one. <laughs> so I appreciate your support. <laughs> uh, Texas, a lot like California, is in the middle of you know being one of the hotspots for COVID right now. Uh, where are you at, and are you staying safe? Is it okay where you are? <laughs> Um, it's, it's not really okay where I am. I'm in like Dallas, Dallas. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, things are not going well in Dallas right now. I think Houston is like the only city in Texas that's got it like a little bit worse than Dallas. Um, but like, I'm not really leaving my house. Uh, I moved in with my parents and like, we're all trying to stay safe. I get a little worried about them cause they're a little bit older. And so I like try and caution them, but I'm, I'm really proud of them because they've been, you know, I'm sure most people who like are about my age and have parents who are a little older, like, yeah, I don't really know. Like I can still go outside and go do this and the other. And I'm like, no, no, now I'm being the parent. So, <laughs> so y'all stay safe, but yeah, it's not great around here, but uh, I'm staying safe and okay. How about you? How are, how are you and yours doing and all this nonsense? Uh, things are going pretty well. My, uh, my sister had a baby that was uh, expected to be premature and it wound up being, uh, she wound up having a premature uh, daughter in may so she's been like on super lockdown for a very oh long time so uh well congrats yeah. to her yeah i know uh so that's going well uh as of now and whatnot um she has she's a trisomy baby so the, the okay. life expectancy we don't know right now yeah. but uh and we, we've gotten a couple of months and we, we've seen her a couple of times which you know as the virus ebbs and flows you're like hey maybe we can like see her from the window maybe not <laughs> it, it, uh, when she was born, we were in the same room with her, but we have not been in the same room with her since. So, uh, you know, the family wants to hang out when the virus is not as raging. And then we're like, Hey, maybe we should, uh, step back a little bit. And I'm like, I'll do like a 10 minute. Hey, how are you? But that's about it. So yeah. Yeah. Get all um, masked and gloved up and stuff. Oh, definitely. Everybody's like, let's give hugs. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'll see you guys in a couple of years. Air hug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I do my uh, my patented wave from far away, even though we're like three feet away. Yeah. Six yeah, feet, that's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> three yards, six feet. Yes. Wait, so, that'd be nine feet. I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I'm not bad at uh, conversions. So that sounded right to me. I'm like, yeah, just double it. It's fine. Like, uh, what is it like? Kilometers? I'm like, yeah, it's like one and a half, two. I don't know. It's somewhere in there. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Point seven five. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, getting on to the Rangers here. Joey Gallo got coronavirus. He's back now. Is that correct? Kind of. We're okay. not really sure. Um, it was. It was weird. He got two negative tests and one positive test, um, and then two more negative tests, okay. and he was asymptomatic. So he's not really sure if he ever had it. Um, the, all of the negative tests were the, uh, nasal swab tests, but the positive test was the, uh, spit test. That was, that was the only positive test, huh. but, um, he quarantined like he had it and assumed he had it. And he's like, I never really felt any different. And now he's back. So we're, we're not really sure what the deal is with that. He was expressing some of his, um, discontent with some of the testing on Twitter. He's like, yeah, like, it's weird. I just test positive this one weird type of test, but like four of the other ones weren't good enough to say, no, you actually don't have it. So it's like, we don't really even know anything, which, you know, nobody really knows anything about this virus anyway. So yeah. 
kind of on all of our levels, Joey, but I, I was really worried because Joey is my personal favorite. I've been a Joey Gallo stand since like 2014, um, back when he was had like a 40 home run season yeah. as a 19 year old in the minors. So I've been on the Joey train for quite a while. So definitely want him to be okay. Um, and another person who has uh, suffered a lot this this season. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Willie Calhoun took a fastball to the face in spring training and broke his jaw. Mm-hmm. Um, real scary incident there, but it was looking like he was going to be back for um, opening day now that it was 18 months later, however long it's <laughs> actually been. Um, but in an inter-squad, intra-squad, that's a hard word to say quickly, um, an intra-squad game on Monday, um, he had, I think it was a thigh, tight, something with tightness mm-hmm. in his, his leg. Um, and it looks like he might be out for a while. He might actually miss opening day anyway, which just, it really sucks because he went through all that stuff with reconstructive surgery with his face and he got like plates put in and like, it was a whole deal. And he was so excited to be able to be uh, ready for opening day. But, um, he and Robinson Trinos also sustained an injury in that same game on Monday, which is just, it's just, I'm a little concerned about the Rangers and how hard they were going uh robinson chirinos had a uh home plate collision with uh, a guy who's a, a fringe roster guy i think he's gonna make it scott heineman but he was going like full tilt at the plate and ran into robinson chirinos and he sprained his ankle so it's like what what are we doing we also threw mike uh or lance lynn like a hundred pitches and six <laughs> innings the other day and i'm like what what are we doing like calm down i know you gotta get ready in like two weeks but like slow build up man slow build up but you know other than that, things are looking, well, as okay as they were for the Rangers. I mean, they weren't looking super great for this season, but, you know, I could be optimistic. Yeah. Actually, Willie Calhoun was my, uh, my next point to uh, ask you about, so uh, thank you for handling <laughs> that one. I do love Willie Calhoun. I don't know why necessarily. I don't follow him on social media or anything, but I think whenever a player gets traded in a big deal, I'm like, ooh, I, I hope they do well. And uh, he seems like a guy that, you know, kind of got screwed over a little bit with playing time with the Rangers, but, uh, you know, he was starting to get that, you know, his role with the team. And, uh, you know, I, I was hoping that this was going to be his year. I have him on all of my fantasy teams, I believe. So, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, a wise choice. Yeah, no, a funny story with, with Willie Calhoun. All right, to hear that uh, Willie Calhoun story, you're going to have to listen to this ad real quick. So, as you know, Rock Auto, they got great stuff. They are online, which makes everything that you need for your car or truck very easy to find and convenient. And they have great prices on anything you need for your car or truck. All you got to do, go to rockauto.com in the, the how did you hear about a section, type in locked on. It's really that simple. And then you can uh, pick your the things you need for your make, model, anything, any specifications you need. They got it at rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. And now, the Willie Calhoun story. Um, he actually credits uh, JD a lot because he was, he was probably ready as a big league hitter in like 2018 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a little, a little chonk, a little bit chonk and not that great in the field. Um, and he was a little bit arrogant, admittedly. He was like, I, I am a top prospect. Like I was like the centerpiece in the you friggin' Darvish trade. Um, so like, why am I not in the big leagues? And he, he literally called up JD on the phone while he was still in the minor. He was like, why am I not starting every day in the big leagues? And JD's like, well, you're kind of fat and you're not putting up the offensive numbers and offense only players should put up. So like, you're going to have to either like 
start hitting a whole lot more, or you're going to have to get a lot better on your defense and fielding, which is why we have you at AAA. And he's like, oh, crap. I guess I do. <laughs> he did, and he kind of worked on it. And last year was when he really started to break out. He had um, – I forget what injury it was. But he had a couple different injuries that kept him out. Right when he was, like, hitting his stride and, like, getting a decent chunk of playing time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was basically cemented himself as the everyday left fielder last year. Um, and then this year is looking like he was basically guaranteed, like, you're going to get the left field, like, job. That's it. It's yours. And then he had um, the injury with mm-hmm. – uh, the broken jaw and it was like oh my god really can't catch a break and then now it's like all right he's back and then like this other injury i don't think it's gonna be too serious but he might just miss a couple games early in the season but still with the 60 game schedule like every game missed counts like triple almost i i had heard about his being disgruntled with not being in the big leagues i had not heard <laughs> that uh john daniels called him fat to his face but so that, that's uh that's entertaining i don't think that was the exact quote but it was it was definitely along the lines no, like it was, that was some, verbatim some real harsh what truth. you said <laughs> <laughs> i wish he like verbatim said you're a little chunk like i wish that was the exact quote that would be amazing but uh i know jd and i don't, I don't think he would actually say you're a little chunk he definitely gave him some some tough love though. Like there was some mention of, of his weight. Um, that for sure did happen. So, um, and I mean, but, as yeah. a GM, you you don't know where, you know, the line is sometimes I, I kind of appreciate, you know, just giving it straight, you know, like in Moneyball, uh, Billy Bean <laughs> says, if you're going to fire somebody, do you want one to the chest or like four to the dome or, you know, like that, whatever the analogy was, I'm like, yeah, you got to give it to him straight. I, I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah. And I mean, like it was ballsy of him. Like he's still a prospect. Like you're calling the GM president of baseball operations has been there for forever. One of the most respected GMs in the biz and like questioning him, like you, you better have something to back it up. So (laughs) props to JD for, for giving it to him straight. So, uh, last week I took to just calling the Rangers new ballpark, the Trastrodome because (laughs) it looks like an (laughs) aluminum trash can. And I know that oh, I'm conflating oh, the Astros yeah, and the Rangers. It's the wrong butts. Texas team and trash but cans. I, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see, um, I haven't even brought this up on my show yet, but um, the Rangers did a, uh, they tweeted out this, this video um, of like a, a drone, like a drone cam, like just like showing footage of the ballpark. And it looked, it looked really nice on the drone cam. And like some of the things that, that, some of the images that people were like showing, like one of the tweets that went viral was this guy like showing like the, the kind of trashy looking side and then like showing it compared to a sketch, but it was like a sketch of like the opposite side. And like, that's actually what the opposite side looks like as opposed to this, like this nice sketch. So it was just like wrong, like, I don't know, wrong metaphors or like match up things. Like he just intentionally did, didn't really care if it was accurate or whatever. And it was like, yeah, you know, like if you're going to trash them, like get it right. Like, they got the side that's supposed to look pretty looking pretty. Like you just kind of showed the backside and that's kind of what blew up. But like, yeah. I, I appreciate a good roast when it comes in and there were some really <laughs> good quality roast there. I think my favorite was like the one that made it like the ballpark, like opened up like a stovetop or a grill, like out in the back. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yes, yes. Like that is very Hank Hill, very Texas. Uh, so what are the early reports on the Trastrodome, like the park factors and whatnot? Is it playing like a hitter's park or pitcher's park? Uh, what can we expect when, you know, the A's and Rangers face each other. You know, I think it's going to be pretty neutral. Um, I mean, the main thing is the AC, um, which, you know, ironically, I don't know, or like, yeah, the AC, like the closed roof, 
but you know with with coronavirus being spread more easily with like closed roofs i think they might have to have the roof open which would be like just so cruel it would be so cruel they spent all this money on this new stadium everyone's so excited about like all the players are so excited about having like ac and shade and it's like no we're gonna have to have it open for basically the whole season because coronavirus so speaking of park factors and whatnot i i guess this is a segue um Here's a little game for you. If you had to guess Chris Davis's line against Texas in his career, what do you, let's just say how many home runs do you think he's hit? And I'll give you a hint. He has 316 career plate appearances against the Rangers. How many um, home runs? I'm going to say like 500. <laughs> no, Under. I, I think it's, it's something absurd. Like I think – I think he got somewhere in like the range of like 250 or something like career home runs. Is that, is that right? That's what I'm guessing. But I, I, I think, think like career is right around there, but, um, but I'm yeah. guessing it's like, I think it's like 30 or something. Maybe it's 26, but I'm, I'm going to go in even like 30. That's actually under. It is what it, it is actually 32 home runs in 316 oh play appearances. That was gonna be my. I was like, I was like, I don't want to go like even 30. Maybe I should have gone 32. No. Oh my god, that's so many. He's so just. Oh I looked gosh. up his full line, and so he had 316 plate appearances and 32 home runs, 77 runs batted in, a 272 batting average, which is 30 points above his career average. As we all know, he hits 247, and. Uh, <laughs> And he had a uh, 1038 OPS. So I looked up OPSs from league leaders last year. That's basically 2019 Cody Bellinger that he turns into against the Rangers. And that is crazy to me. You know, it's down because like last year, I remember he, was, he wasn't he was as effective as he normally is mm -hmm. against the Rangers. Maybe it's just like a me remembering small sample sizes. But like, I mean, before that, he was like basically like, just Mike Trout at the peak of his Mike Troutness against the Rangers offensively, not defensively or on the bases or whatever. But like the dude just absolutely destroyed every single time. It was like, there's like two players that really just absolutely kill the Rangers. It's him and Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager's kind of fallen off too. And like Chris Davis kind of took over the power. So maybe it's like the power like transferred like to Chris Davis, or as I call him K Chris, cause you know, there's two Chris Davises. Yes. So. <laughs> I had to um, make sure that I uh, made that distinction, but you know, well, Chris, I don't know who's going to transfer to next. Yeah. Well, he got hurt a little bit last year. So he, and reports are the pop is back. He's got oh, that God. spark in his bat again. So, uh, Oh no, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it oh, may still be in Chris well. Davis. <laughs> you know, um, speaking of the A's, um, I've been playing a lot of MLB the show lately mm -hmm. and you know, one they get a lot of things right in that game. But one thing they don't get right is the A's budget. Um, because I have a player who's a center fielder on the Rangers. And, you know, somehow year after year after year, the Oakland A's are the ones who get all the big name free agents. They straight up signed Trevor Bauer and uh, uh, they somehow got Christian Yelich and also Mookie Betts all in the same year. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how that happens. Have you seen Moneyball? That's like that their whole identity is being poor and cheap. And then they keep on getting like more and more guys. Like they somehow ended up with Blake Snell and, uh, oh gosh, who's the, the righty with the Rays that they got from the Pirates? The other guy, the young guy. Tyler Glasgow? Kind of, 
That's the one. They got both of them in the same year, and they still have a, a team with like all of those people. And I'm like, what is going on? I mean, they had to give up Marcus Simeon, but like other than that, they still got basically their entire team. They still got like Chapman and whatever. And I'm like, this is that's not how this works at all. I've also been playing a lot of MLB The Show, and uh, as they release more things for the team affinity rewards and stuff like that, I uh, I have to play more March to October as the A's. And I think the first <laughs> time that I did it, I. <clears throat> I'm not as good at offense as I am at pitching. So I'm like, oh, I'll just make trades to improve my offense. And I got Christian Yelich somehow. I don't remember who I gave up. It might have been Luzardo, but I'm like, if it's a one season thing and I don't have to keep playing this out, I mean, yeah. he's not, he's like a 72. He, mm-hmm. He's not, you know, the, the diamond player that, you know, uh, the prospects card. He was like a regular run of the bill guy. I'm like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll have Christian Yelich for that. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm an A's fan and I'm just used to giving things up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes those things work out and, and sometimes you get Jeff Samarja. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that worked out <laughs> in the long run. It, we got uh, Marcus Semien for Jeff Samarja. So it, it worked fair. for, That's you know, fair. It, I actually don't, one, we had one year of control of Jeff Samarja turned into Marcus Semien. So I don't like, remember that that yeah. trade. That that's like low key brilliant. Then like I I give up my trashing and you know Addison Russell turned out to be well Addison Russell. But yeah, you know I, I mean that 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 worked out okay too. It's it's honestly so yeah, it's kind of wild that like that a player of that caliber. Well, I mean the trash that he just decided to end up being in the end. Yeah. I feel like they might have known that like all along or like, yeah, you know what? That's fine. Like something is going to happen with this down the road. And well, he had that one good year with the Cubs. Was it 16? I think, uh, but he was I like in the it, middle of a really potent lineup. So like, if you get a hit, then you're just going to be driving in runs. And so it made his offensive numbers look a lot better than they actually were. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that he was got some he, praise was for he that. Playing, was he playing shortstop that year? Or was that when was Javi playing sec, or shortstop for them? I know one of them was, they're both the middle infielders. I think that he was, was the playing short, and then Baez was second. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I think because I think after that season, uh, Baez took over it mm-hmm. at uh, shortstop, and then but, Russell uh, couldn't figure out what to do anymore. Yeah, that too. Horny was hurting all that stuff, and there and, lots of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. <laughs> so I saw a bold prediction on pitcher list saying that the Texas Rangers were going to win the AL West. Uh, what are the chances that that happens and what needs to happen for that to occur? Um, there's, there's a lot of things that need to happen. Um, <laughs> man, Danny Santana needs to repeat 2018 or 2019, but just like the first half, because like he was incredibly talented for the first half of that season. Um, but he does, fell off a cliff he, in like August. Does he have a position yet or is he still kind of playing everywhere at this point? He's kind of like, I think they've decided on center field. It's okay. kind of a question because like, it looks like Rugi might have lost his starting job um, because they need Nick Solek in there, um, which mm-hmm. I, I'm not betting on Rugi losing his job. I, I think he's going to like, he's at the breaking point. I think he, he's too talented. Like he's been really stubborn. Like he's always been really talented, but he's been really stubborn. Like he didn't make adjustments and that was the whole, like that'll kill you as a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, if you can't adjust then like he was just sitting dead red hacking fastballs and like that worked for like two, three years but it kind of caught up to him. Um, but Nick Solak might be the center fielder or he might be the second baseman um, or Danny Santana might be the center fielder or he might be the second baseman. I'm leaning more towards Santana in center field because he's got a stronger arm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, yeah, he was really, really good in June and July. He was like incredible. He hit like 350 or something with like, I think six to eight home runs in each of those months, which was incredible. But then like August and September hit and he just became a strikeout machine. That's kind of when the Rangers offense died. Like, I mean, that's also when like Joey Gallo was out and Hunter Pence was missing a bunch of time. So it was like three of the big pieces of that lineup were kind of out. And that's kind of why the Rangers fizzled so much of the second half. But um, they need Joey Gallo to be like basically the a top five MVP candidate that he, he was for the first half of the season before he got hurt. They need him to do that all year. Um, they need a few other, they need um, a Willie Calhoun to be healthy for the full season. They need um, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who has caught fire this spring and mm-hmm. summer camp. He's bulked up. Like, he was already the best defensive set, uh, infielder on the team, like, last few years. And they stopped making him play catcher, which is, is a good thing. But he bulked up, and he started actually hitting home runs. Like, even the practice home runs are, like, a big deal for him because he, like, he never hit home runs. So he might be the everyday starting third baseman. I think that could make a big difference. Um, but they're really just relying on their starting pitching. They got a really good rotation for the first time in like ever, like three, four, like three guys that are legitimate, like guys who will get Cy Young votes probably next year. Like, I don't know uh, if they perform like they did last year, but Mike Miners looked really good. Lance Lands looked really good. Corey Kluber is a two time Cy Young winner. So um, it's really going to be relying a lot on their pitching. And I think, I don't think they're going to win the division. I, I think there's like maybe a 10% chance of that, mm. maybe. But I think they can get a wild card. And if they can get a wild card, that pitching can carry them a lot farther than people think in the playoffs. And, you know, as you know, like playoffs are fluky things. Like once you just got to get there, you just got to get there. And it doesn't matter who's the best team. It matters who's hot and who gets a lot of luck of the draw. I'm going to cut it right there for part one, you guys. Uh, I got part two coming on Thursday, part three coming on Friday. Uh, Please follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB. You can email us any questions that you have at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And please follow Bryce Patterick at Bryce Patterick on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today, you guys. Um, Yeah, stay indoors, celebrate good times, and keep wearing those masks. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 